Introducing Shakti Power with best-selling author, priestess, and sacred dancer, Zinnia Gupte. Learn the wisdom of Shakti Power and invite greater beauty, intuition, and magic into your life. Enjoy ancient mantras, meditations, and supportive techniques to help you unlock and activate your sacred feminine power. And now, Shakti Power with Zinnia. Welcome back to Shakti Power. And I'm so excited. This is our third production, being out there in the world. And thank you all for just coming back and returning to the show and constantly listening. I love receiving your letters in the mail. I love getting your feedback. I just love the fact that we create this energy every week. And um, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm really so grateful. And today I wanted to bring up this very sensitive topic called opening and being vulnerable. And one of the teachers and one of the great speakers that we have today that really opened all of us up to the power of vulnerability is Brené Brown. And people are, you know, reading her book and uh, listening to her courses, her online tapings, and definitely her TED Talk. And it inspired me to talk about my own journey through vulnerability. So recently I posted a... um, an article on Facebook that received tons and tons of love and feedback and comments and shares and likes and posts. And I talked about after being in a relationship for 12 years with someone and having been married for six of those 12 years, that when I did split with that person, the divorce was quite painful. I rebuilt my life but my heart wasn't really open anymore. It wasn't ready to open, not like, not like before. And so innocence was lost. Trust was lost. And, you know, I had to really get faith again that it was okay to trust myself. It was okay to be who I was, um, be who I am. It was, it's okay to, to have had made those mistakes and to forgive myself for them and to be vulnerable to my past and to be at peace with my past. So right now, as you know, I open my heart again to new relationships, right now I am overcoming my, my own personal fear of love, connection, and intimacy. And there, this requires me to be open and, and vulnerable. And this requires me to try new things and take brave action. So I just wanted to share with you that there, there is so much beauty in opening and sharing ourselves when we feel the most vulnerable. And as you all know, you know, I've, I've manifested a beautiful life. I, go to, I live in New York. I go to Ibiza twice a year to reconnect, rejuvenate, and regenerate. I have a wonderful family. I have a supportive community of friends wonderful authors network. I have a wonderful publishing network. Um, I'm constantly creating products that are in service to my clients and my community. I'm creating speeches and talks and inspiring women. I'm creating these podcasts and I'm really fulfilled in my life and there's meaning there. I'm my economic power. And so that all looks great, right? It all looks great on the outside. But here's the thing. (laughs) I'm willing to admit I need support. And I don't want to do it all on my own anymore. So when you're open and vulnerable and you want someone to support you and partner with you, 
it feels like freedom. It feels like your heart is joining with that person. And you know, I want to fly. I'm sure those of you who are listening who have not felt supported in a long time, I'm sure you want to fly. I want to keep opening. I'm sure you want to keep opening and you want to feel safe and cherished. And I want to keep singing and dancing with the world no matter how many challenges it throws at me. You know, I want to have that strength, but I also want to be soft. I don't want to be defensive and suspicious all the time. I want to be vulnerable. I want to be real and authentic in my power and just soft. I want to open my heart even when I'm terrified of rejection to new people, things. I want to be fearless in love. I don't want the last relationship to define who I was or who I am or who I'm capable of being. I want to break my heart wide open and know that I'm deserving and worthy of a brand new relationship that's healing and of of a loving partnership and a person that adores me and cherishes me and will move mountains for me. Yes, I want to be supported and cared and loved up by a beautiful man. Yes, I want to fly. So do you resonate with any of this? Do you resonate with the fact that you could have been heartbroken at some point? Heartbreak, you have to start being vulnerable again. And this really goes hand in hand with all the um, the sacred journey that we've been talking about, you know, the journey around the wheel, the journey of sacred feminine power. And when you're in your warrior phase, we talked about that a few episodes back, that when you're awakening your inner warrior, you have these standards and truths and you stand strong in your integrity and you're true to you, you're true to your core. You believe in your gifts, but you also allow yourself to be vulnerable. You also speak your truth. So you can really connect from a place of authenticity and being and coming from a place of self-love connection with yourself and intimacy. So I want to just talk about a few things that you can do, a few actions you can take. So five ways to experience the power of this vulnerability where you can come alive and be real with yourself and be authentic. So when you do connect with people and new situations and um, new opportunities, you don't sabotage yourself. You stay open and you stay vulnerable, and you connect on that very high vibrational level, okay? So the first thing that you can really experience the power of vulnerability is by being real. If you're scared, afraid, say you're afraid. If you don't know, say that. It's okay to make a mistake, to feel hurt. Just say it. You know, you don't have to defend it or be overly protective of that part of you. And so... You know, if if you're feeling nervous or excitement, just go with that. If you're self-conscious about talking about your journey, you know, go with that. So one thing that I'm preparing for is a TEDx talk, and I would not have been doing that a few months ago. I would have been so scared, but I knew that I had to share my story and, you know, um, really who needed this, who needed to hear this from me. And they needed to connect and feel supported so that they know they're not alone. My mission to connect with women and to support women in their transition and growth is so much more important to me than my fear. And that's what really keeps me going. So when I started to prepare my TEDx talk, you know, there's a lot of nervousness that came up, self-consciousness, but I know that my story will resonate with more women and that when I help them, that makes me feel good. So 
all these thoughts and emotions were swirling around me and I just took a deep breath and I said, I have to be honest. I have to be real. And uh, is that kind of being real about, is it being in a date? Is it being at work and saying that one thing that nobody else wants to say? Is it being uncomfortable with your partner and saying, you know, honey, I, I really need to say this from my heart and I hope you'll receive it with love. And if not, it's okay. I just need you to hear me, hear me out. Okay. So really be real, you know, get intimate with what makes sense for you and share that. Also, another thing you can do to experience more authenticness and vulnerability is, you know, act with no guarantees. I think that it's safe for us to have ideas you know, and visions and ideas and a better world and like a, a certain way of living and a certain lifestyle where we can be safe in those imaginations and the, those castles in the sky. But unless we're taking action, unless we're taking risks, unless we're allowing that for the fact that we might make a mistake, fall down, get hurt, fail, we're not really being vulnerable and putting ourselves out there. So when you start acting with no guarantees, you can get out of your head you can take a small action today that you know gets you to the next level, to the next step. You know, tell your friend what your dream is. Tell your parents what that dream is. Write down your ideas. Share it with others. Blog about it. Um, imagine you writing a book. Imagine you um, sharing your message with the world. Imagine you, you know, speaking up in your meetings at jobs. Imagine you asking for a promotion. Imagine yourself asking for a lateral change in your career. If you have customers, talk to them. Talk to them about your ideas. Tell someone that you love them. You know, Go for a new yoga class, new Pilates. Try something that you've never tried before. So all these small steps really lead to big changes. Another thing you can do is ask for help. So often, strong women, emboldened women, conscious women, we moms, um, women who've been through surgery, women who've been through divorce, we had to really put pull our boots up by the straps and we had to do it all on our own for a while. And there comes a time where you can't do it all on your own anymore. And you really need to ask for help. And this is not a weakness. You know, here you're making room for other people's gifts and how they can support you. This is a part of growing up. This is a part of you awakening your inner warrior. This is a part of you not attempting to do everything by yourself and being a perfectionist. So if you notice yourself trying to do everything on your own, take a step back and just really look at all those aspects of a project or situation and excite you. Write those down and then make another list of all the different areas, people that exhaust you and get help there. You know, for me, I love content. I love speaking. I love getting inspired and, and inspiring other people. I love creating new products and that's where I want to put my energy. So I have a team of people that help me do the things that exhaust me that I can't do all on my own as an entrepreneur. I have a virtual assistant who helps me administer the website and take care of my blog and my newsletter. I have designers and developers who help me keep the site up to date. I have um, a beautiful producer who helps strategy around this podcast. I have editors that help me work with my writing. And you know, I'm frugal with my money. So I look where and when I have budget. I ask for loans. I ask for help. I go on to Kickstarter or Patreon and I get money. So 
It took me a long time to ask for help, but I knew that if I really wanted to launch my business and my brand, Shakti Priestess, Shakti Power, and really get into the hearts and minds of the women who I love and want to empower, I need a team. I need help. And so I want you to think about where in your life do you need help? Are you a mom and you need a babysitter or an assistant or a gopher or some freelance help once in a while? You know, make room for that. Ask for that. Ask for help. Do you ask your husband to, please, honey, I need your help on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays. Can we divide our schedule? Um, if you are a boss um, running a department, you know, can you get an assistant? Can you get software programming? Can you delegate to your team? Whatever that is, if you're in a relationship, can you ask for personal time where it's just your time and, you know, your other half isn't making demands from you. So whatever that is, just ask for help. Ask for it. See what happens, okay? Another thing you can do is get I know that sounds awful. I know that sounds so painful. But here's the thing. Remember earlier I said I want to open my heart, that I want to open my heart even when I'm terrified. The way that I can open my heart even when I'm terrified is to not internalize rejection and take it so personally. So there was a a time when two years ago, I was still not ready to really date people in a very open way. And so um, a few different men were interested in me. And one of them kind of came back um, two years later right now in my life in a very light way, not really fully entered. But I was scared because um, last time it didn't work out and, you know, we left as friends. And then when I got back in touch with him this time, I was scared to death of the rejection. But you know what? That fear of rejection was the biggest obstacle. And I was worrying nights, like, is he going to call me? What if I say it? What if I, does that, if I put myself out there, um, you know, does that make me look stupid? That Does that like make me look desperate? Does that make me look needy? And I just put so much energy into the fear and the suffering behind if I got rejected, I wasn't even taking any action. I'm going to put myself out there. How am I going to grow in love and to my next level if I can't even get rejected and, and make it past that obstacle? So, you know, what area of your life are you afraid of being rejected? Can you kind of expose yourself to the possibility that it's okay to be rejected 10 times a week? Because once you do that, it doesn't phase you. You grow thicker skin. It's like, you know, one time maybe when you were younger, someone would say something to you and you would feel like an arrow coming through you and going through you. And that's what rejection would feel like. But now as a warrior, you've been there, you've done it, you've gone through so many trials, situations, experiences, tests, that when those arrows come through you, they just pass right out. They just pass through you because you're not taking it personally. and that kind of action, you being able to take one more step forward, one more step forward, and another step forward, and another step forward, that leads to growth. Those little brave actions every week, every month that I talk about in Shakti Power, it leads to tremendous growth. If you took one action every month that took you past your comfort zone, imagine where you would be in a year. If you took multiple actions every month, one every week, Imagine where you'd be in a year, okay? So just think about that. Get rejected out there, you know, write a story, get rejected, go online dating, send a few messages, don't get some responses back, 
put yourself out there on the job, you know, send your resume out to 100 people, maybe you'll hear crickets. Start a community, launch a product, go and ask a girl at the bar or, or someone famous for their autograph. Just see what happens, okay? And that's how you develop courage. You need courage. To be vulnerable takes tremendous courage, okay? So another thing I wanted to help you embrace is your negative emotions. Part of growing up, of growing out of our childhood pain, our woundedness, our emotional memories of abandonment, neglect, abuse is, you know, really facing that pain and not numbing out that sadness, not numbing out any of the joy and happiness, but feeling the depths of all of our lows and all of our highs. That's how we get connected. And so when a relationship has ended and when you feel the failure of multiple relationships, it's easy to not move from the couch. It's easy to feel betrayed, empty and confused and feel bitter. But here's the thing, it, it, that's part of life to experience all of that and to feel rough for a few weeks, a few months and to really cocoon and heal from that. But then to allow yourself again to feel through the process of pain and then learn those lessons of, and move forward. Like maybe the pain of that childhood was all about how to take care of your needs, how to ask for your needs to be met. Maybe it was about being with a narcissistic partner that um, mirrored your narcissistic parents. Um, and for you to like really be aware of who, what narcissistic tendencies are and for you to not get caught up in that pattern and not get caught up with the people like that and really demand more of yourself and have higher self-worth and valuing and love and higher self-esteem. So maybe that was a really great lesson for you. So there's always a lesson in these situations of hurt, pain, and betrayal. And when you embrace those negative emotions, that lesson will come through. That aha moment will come through. That lightning moment. Okay? So really pay attention to how you respond to sadness and pain. Do you push it away? Do you, you know, do you push it down? Do you put those negative emotions in a basement? You don't want to face them. You don't want to feel them. You don't want to speak with them. But that's where your intimacy comes from, is if you can allow yourself to kind of fully process them, you'll get inside, okay? So when you're open and vulnerable like this, you can really be deeply seen and you're allowing another person to see you for your journey, your pain, your strengths, your quirks, your lovability. And it's really about you being alive and your most beautiful self when you're vulnerable like this. So I would love to hear um, if any of these exercises around vulnerability helped you. If it's done anything for your life, please share your story. Um, send me your, your story in atshaktipriestess.com in the contact us section. I'd love to hear from you or just go right over to Facebook on the Shakti Priestess page. And um, listening and being a part of this community. I love talking to you. I love empowering you and sharing stories of, of personal power. And uh, thanks for being on, on the show today and have a wonderful day. Namaste. Thanks for listening to Shakti Power. Visit ShaktiPriestess.com to get all of the details about Zinnia's new Shakti Power Mentorship Program, a six-month mentorship where Zinnia personally guides you to awaken your power.